Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, we got a lot of news to get into today, and most of it stems from the NXT TakeOver show last night. A lot of things happening on that show. Finn Balor retained the NXT title over Kyle O'Reilly in what was billed afterwards as a war, and quite frankly, it was a war. I don't have a full medical update on either of them, but as Triple H noted in the conference call last night, Finn Balor was heading to a local medical facility as was, actually, I don't know if he said that Kyle O'Reilly was headed to a local medical facility, but he was being checked out medically. So as soon as we get an update on either guy, we will get it to you here on this program or Wrestling Observer Radio tonight. The belief is that Finn Balor suffered a broken jaw. We heard that from several people, but it has not been 100% confirmed as of right now, and there has been no confirmation on how Kyle O'Reilly is doing. Both of them ended up with bloody mouths. Finn Balor had a large amount of swelling on his jaw. It appeared that he called for the match to go home early. If you watched the match and didn't know about the injuries, the finish, quite frankly, did just come out of nowhere. They were doing the match. Everything was going along great. And all of a sudden, Finn Balor starts going up to the top rope. And at that exact moment, my stream froze. And I was irritated because I thought, well... I mean, clearly they're going a little bit longer here. I mean, it makes no sense for him to just jump off right now and pin the guy. But when my stream came back, he was standing there with the belt. So they went home a little bit early. I don't know how early, but that's what happened last night. So we could talk about that. We could talk about the angle afterwards. What do you guys think about this angle? Ridge Holland showed up with Adam Cole's body draped over his shoulder, and he tossed him over the barricade. And then later, Fish and O'Reilly ran up and they acted like they didn't know what happened. Do you believe Fish and O'Reilly? Or are they going with Ridge Holland? We can talk about all of this and more after the break. Wrestling Observer Live.
football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get your bets down. There's only one five-star sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Why, you ask? BetUS is the pioneer in online betting. With more than 25 years in the biz, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today, 1-800-MY-BETTIS. That's 1-800-MY-BETTIS, and they'll walk you through getting started. If your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Before we continue on here with all of the news today, I just want to send out a note that your friend and mine, Jim Valley, we started a fundraiser for him yesterday. It has not yet been 24 hours. It is a GoFundMe. It's very easy to find. Just go to Google and type in Jim Valley GoFundMe. Make sure you spell Jim Valley right, unlike on our own fundraiser last night. But you'll find it, or you can go to my Twitter at Brian Alvarez, and it is sticky up there at the top. And less than 24 hours. 
We set the initial goal at $5,000. As of this moment, we are above $30,000 for Jim Valley. $29,718 on the GoFundMe. An additional 400 something dollars last night for the post-takeover Brian and Vinny show. $30,000. So, obviously, we have surpassed the goal. But that does not mean that if you would like to donate, you cannot. There is no upper limit. If we made a million dollars, we could do that. But I want to thank everybody so much who has donated thus far. A lot of very, very nice donations. Every donation is nice. If you donated $1, we thank you. Because without your $1, it would be $29,717. And every dollar counts. Jim Valley, I am told, is doing a little bit better today. Now, for those of you that have ever been sick, when you feel a little bit better, I mean, that may mean that you decide that you're going to go out and get coffee or something. I don't know. But Jim Valley feeling a little bit better, what that means is he's still in the ICU for a long, long time. And we don't know when he's going to be released from the ICU, but he is still in there. So his feeling a little bit better is quite probably feeling worse than most of us have ever felt in our lives. So all the best to Jim Valley, but it is nice to hear that he is feeling a little bit better today. His wife had a post on her Facebook, and, and Jim was waving. So wanted to say hello to everybody, and they do get messages. They read all sorts of those things. So that is the update on Jim Valley. Last night was the NXT TakeOver show, and I have just received word, and I don't know what this means, but it appears that Kyle O'Reilly is okay. I don't know what that means. I mean, WWE, here's one thing about WWE. I don't know what okay means, all right? With Finn Balor, if Finn Balor does, in fact, have a broken jaw, which certainly is what it looked like when you saw the swelling on his face last night, and Triple H noted that he was going to the hospital to be checked out, and he did call for the match to go home early. And, you know, if you're Finn Balor and you worked in Japan all those years, I mean, you got to be messed up pretty bad to call for a match to go home early. Now, as far as Kyle O'Reilly, I mean, we don't know what his injury was. Obviously, it was something involving his head, since he was bleeding from the mouth. I don't know if that means that he had chipped teeth. I don't know if that means that he has a concussion. WWE obviously is very, very leery when it comes to reporting concussions. So I don't know if Kyle O'Reilly being okay means he does not have a concussion. Or maybe he has a mild concussion. And that to them is considered okay. He just won't be wrestling until he gets cleared. I don't know. I was just told that Kyle is okay. And we're still waiting for an official diagnosis on Finn Balor. So, very quickly, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano, I thought was great. Santos Escobar, Isaiah Swerve Scott, I thought was great. Io Shirai, Candice Array, I thought was great. And Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, I thought was awesome. So, four great matches. Kushida Velveteen Dream, I certainly did not think was great. Although I thought Kushida was pretty great in that match. Yes, I've been alerted Velveteen Dream was supposed to be Doc Brown. I did not look at the Velveteen Dream and for one second think, Oh, it's Doc Brown from Back to the Future. I just wondered why there was white powder all over him. But anyway, I was not blown away by his performance. And as far as title changes on the show, there were none. So I thought it was a very, very good show. Mike, what were your thoughts? 
I thought it was a fantastic show. I mean, it was, it was like a a perfect almost clash of the champions back in the day. It was a, a neat two and a half hours. I think maybe the main event, as you were talking about, if you kind of look at it, maybe wrapped up like maybe three or four minutes early. You know, it seemed to be that there was a stretch that was missing. Uh, but the bottom line is, is whether it ended then or in a couple of minutes, it, it didn't matter. It was a excellent match. It is amongst the best matches of the year, certainly in North America. It is a a match of the year contender and. As you mentioned, Io Shirai, I thought that was pretty good, although I think they took away something from Ember Rose's re-debut again by having Tony Storm also pop in Who? there. Ember uh, Moon? Ember Moon. What did I say? Ember Rose's. Ember, Ember, I don't know. It's, she's been gone for a while, okay? And frankly, they didn't use her right on the main roster anyway, so I'm happy she's back in NXT, and I'll be able to remember Ember Rose again. Or Ember Moon again. See, there I go again, oh so I apologize. God. Okay, there, everybody but... in Twitch, who's Ember Rose? <laughs> Amber Rose. Do is, I even uh, want to know? There, there's an Amber Rose that maybe you might know. You wouldn't know who they are, but it doesn't matter. Regardless... Ember Moon is back in NXT, and even though I think they maybe had overshadowed her return by having Tony Storm come back, the bottom line is it does set up two more contenders now uh, for for Io Shirai, so that's good. Santos Escobar and Swerve Scott is not done. I think this is a case with Swerve Scott where if you wanted to complain about that match, the only thing you can say is at the end they were being a little too safe. The one time you may have needed a camera cut. We didn't get one with Swerve hitting his head, but I thought the idea I thought was good. It's just that the execution of it didn't come off perfectly, but the match was excellent, and it really was, I think, a highlight reel for Swerve because I don't know, you know, other than if people watch the, the tournament, how much have you seen of Swerve Scott? He hasn't had a chance to break out yet, and he's been fantastic. So with that, you also get Damian Priest, and, and Johnny Gargano did what you're supposed to do to get Damian Priest another name on his on his belt and, and keep him established, and maybe we see him on the main roster at some point i don't know i think we get that out of uh to me the way you killed him dead last night i i would assume that velveteen dream i mean i wonder what the plan is for him it's just bringing him up to the main roster isn't something i think or the main roster raw or smackdown i don't know if that's going to be the best move but then again the way they beat him down last night i'm not sure what you got next Hamish here says, I know that Ember Moon's return totally overshadowed Tony Storm's appearance, but the NXT women's division looks so much stacked as one of the best divisions in the world, even if it's overcrowded. Io Shirai, Ember Moon, Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Shotzi Blackheart, just to name a few. Yes, this is a stacked women's division. Probably the most stacked women's division anywhere in the world in terms of a, a promotion that is not strictly a women's promotion, so... We'll see what they do with everybody. That's the big uh, that's the big question. And this person says, I'm genuinely excited about Ember Moon coming back to NXT, which is going to literally save her career. Vince was never going to do anything significant with her on Raw or SmackDown. She always felt special and had an actual character on NXT. That should tell you everything you know about the trajectory in WWE. Hey, listen, like I talked about yesterday, dude, in a perfect world, if I were in WWE, let me tell you what my perfect world would be. To get paid main roster money, but work in NXT, okay? NXT isn't perfect, but compared to Raw and SmackDown, it is perfect. So, 
Ember Moon's going to go a lot further in NXT than she was going to go on the main roster. Versus so Velveteen by, Dream, go ahead. I was going to say, my shining was uh, was feeling a little bit right last night, so I, maybe I shouldn't have thought about Pat McAfee. I should have thrown Rich Holland's name into the possibility of something that could went down last night with Adam Cole. Versus, I have to be honest, Velveteen Dream does nothing for me anymore. His stock dropped a ton after his return last year. When he started that bizarre feud with Roderick Strong, his selling last night was absolutely horrible. I don't know what he was trying to do. Well, he was trying to indicate that he was hurt very badly, but it came off like he was Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan in that match they had in 2005. Just this preposterous overselling. He's crying. It's ridiculous. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. 
Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to send your feedback today, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. This person here says, I know that go-home audible finish in the TakeOver main event was awkward because it came out of nowhere, but it made complete sense. Fin- uh, Finn finished off Kyle after doing the coup de grace on his ribs, the same midsection he worked the entire match on. I have no doubt that the finish of the match was going to be a coup de grace one way or the other, but I do believe that they had some other spots that they were building up before they hit that final coup de grace. And again, we have no update beyond what I've talked about here on the show. For either of these guys at this point. This person says, Did WWE really arrange a red-headed woman and a generic dude as body doubles for Beth Phoenix and Wade Barrett? Because they still don't want to admit there is a pandemic going on. It's not even Japan. It's Orange County, Florida. Well, we in fact had stunt announcers last night. They had, in fact, a woman and a man out there at the announce booth to play the roles of Beth Phoenix and Wade Barrett, who are not at the show. Now, Beth Phoenix is never at the show. And the funny thing is, you had to really look to notice it, because they were just there in the background. There's Vic Joseph in the middle. There's a woman next to him with red hair. I don't think I've ever seen Beth Phoenix with red hair. And There's been a lot of wacky hair colors in WWE. And some dude on the other side of him, that is playing the role of Wade Barrett. The head of Wade Barrett. But then, later, Vic Joseph is talking to the camera at the announce table, and they remove the stunt doubles. So he's there all by himself. So if he's there all by himself when he's talking to the camera, why do we need stunt doubles? Stupid. Anyway, it was very Stay, Why do you even need him there at ringside? Because of the table, you can have, if you wanted to destroy a table, you could just move the table over into the corner more. I mean, the fact that they feel the need to have them at ringside after it was amazing, after so many years of never having them at ringside, whereas the NWA did, I, I, I have no idea why this matters right now, especially in this time where you don't have to see the announcers. Dumb. NXT Halloween Havoc. That was a, that was that was quite the trail off there, Mike. But I'll pick it up. Fear not. Hey, thanks, boss. You're the best. Did WWE really arrange? Oh, I had shred that one. Yeah, I am the best. You <laughs> see that? Halloween Havoc was thought by fans to be a parody gimmick NXT might do in October to counterprogram AW, and lo and behold, they actually announced it for October 28th. Yes, NXT Halloween Havoc is coming up on. October 28th, it's head-to-head with AEW. I'm all for the idea. I was not all for the idea when I thought it was the next TakeOver, because I was like, dude, we cannot be having TakeOvers every three weeks. 
But it's not a takeover. It is a television special. And all I ask, all I ask is that we have an NXT monster bash at Halloween Havoc. We had one years and years ago on ECW. It oh, was God. we had we had Viscera was in it and the big show. I think Kane was in it. And there was like one more giant and it was just four giant fat guys having a big match. They called it the Monster Bash. They had if I recall correctly, they had some goofy music that went along with it to, to like a, a rip off of the Monster Mash. I loved it. And I mean we could do this at NXT Halloween Havoc. You want to beat AEW? You do an NXT Monster Bash. <laughs> you think yes, I'm joking, can Mike. for 2020 here. You think I'm joking. Oh, I know Where's you're not this? joking. I'm surprised you don't want to go back and actually have, like, you know, a Saturday night's main event moment where somebody goes bobbing for apples, too, and we get, like, I'm sure they will. Maybe they'll have a giant, maybe they'll have a giant tub of water and everybody's dressed as apples, and they wrestle in it. I mean, there's so many ideas you could do here. <laughs> you don't want to says, dress somebody up as a as a massive wrestler. You want to see some massive monsters. Well, if people are going to be dressed as apples, why don't you have somebody try to pick them out of the barrel then? Maybe that's what the it'll hour. be. Maybe that's what it'll be. I love this person says how WWE had 19 and a half years after buying World Championship Wrestling. To use pay-per-view names like Great American Bash, Starcade, and now Halloween Havoc. But they're only doing it now, only for Wednesday night, only after the launch of All Elite Wrestling. Well, yeah, they're counter-programming. That's the gimmick. Well, and they've done this for seemingly for NXT anyway. I don't know if it's going to be the house where old WCW-themed shows go to to find rebirth again, but it seems like that's they like using that for NXT. So the timing of it is one thing, but I think them having the idea for NXT, that doesn't surprise me. This person says, Why are some people suddenly thinking Kushida is a heel? He didn't attack any babyface to my knowledge. He just became an aggressive good guy that was wronged multiple times by a bad guy. He took out Austin Theory, Tony Nese, and his rival Velveteen Dream. That's what I want out of my babyfaces, tough and rebellious, and they're not geeks. Well, one of the reasons that people think that perhaps Kushida is a heel is because NXT, with all due respect, does a god-awful job with their babyfaces and their heels. And there is constant confusion about whether people are babyfaces or heels. I mean, how many times have we asked, is Adam Cole a babyface? Is Kyle O'Reilly a babyface? Are undisputed babyfaces? Well, clearly Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish, they're not babyfaces. Is Adam Cole a babyface? Do we have a group that's half babyface and half heels? Are they going to split? What's going on here? Ch Tommaso Ciampa. He came back, and all of a sudden he was a heel. But then they did a four-way, and he worked as a total babyface in the four-way match, patting himself on the back the whole nine yards. Is Finn Balor a babyface or a heel? That's why people are confused. But in my opinion, Kushida is absolutely 100% a badass babyface. And yes, he destroyed the Velveteen Dream. He left him laying, and then he destroyed him again. And he did this multiple times, by the way. That was the angle to set up this match. He killed the Velveteen Dream. It leads to a match. He beats him, and he kills him again. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on with Velveteen. But I think it's abundantly clear, at least to me, that Velveteen Dream is a babyface. 
I don't know about that. I'm more on the side of Kushida being a baby-faced and Velveteen Dream. I mean, you had him, you know, boo me now, you know, wherever he said when he delivered he's for the Bronco. Sure a heel. You know, delivered the Bronco Buster there. Yeah, I mean, he's he's absolutely a heel now. He kind of just became one. It felt like out of nowhere, but... You know, with Kishida, forget about what they're doing with everybody else, just him in a vacuum. Um, it was the big success of that match last night was even though Velveteen Dream is not where he was at months and months and months ago, and even though that he's got a shadow that lingers around him, Kishida has been spinning wheels and he's been in this feud. And, you know, it, maybe it could have went south last night in a way, but it didn't. His aggressive angle that they're doing now was has been needed, and him just continuing to pour it on truth made him feel like a star. It made him feel exciting, and even though the match wasn't much, the one thing that came out of it was Kushida is now better established for something. What that something is, I don't know, but he really... I mean, finally, there's some buzz on him. I haven't felt since you know he since he had a junior title reign in in, in New Japan. You know, he, he was kind of floating there for a while, just kind of waiting to see what they would do. Since it didn't look like he'd become a heavyweight, he ultimately lost the belt. He comes here. It's been mostly miss. I mean, this was his first takeover match, so I'm ready to see Kushida in a role, you know, a more uh, amped up role somehow in the mix on NXT in the title picture. All right, so we got a pop quiz here for everybody in the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash F4W video, streaming live and free right now, I might add. Tonight, two big NFL games head-to-head. What does Monday Night Raw have advertised for tonight? Ready, set, go. Let's see if anybody has any idea. How did they prepare for tonight's Raw going head-to-head with two NFL games? Here are the answers. Nothing, 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 nothing. I have no clue. <laughs> this person thinks Apollo versus the Hurt Business. I don't know if that's true or not. But given the way that they've been booked for a long time, that may very well be true. Nothing, nothing, this person says. Nothing. So there you go. Is tonight the night that we set the all-time record low for Raw? Or, as I'm beginning to suspect, are we actually near the very bottom of the barrel? to the point where these fans are so hardcore that they will, in fact, choose Raw over two NFL games head-to-head? That's the big question that will be answered on this program over the next couple of days. Well, let's see. News-wise, we have somebody get released from the hospital around 6.30 or so. The news channels ought to be on 11 all night long and god knows what sort of tweets we're going to get out of washington as well too so we'll see what happens with those over 50s in the news channels because that might be the thing if anything that's going to hurt wwe well what i'm going to do after the break is i'm going to journey with you our loyal listeners to the wwe.com website and we will find out if they have a preview for the raw show tonight And we can also today, although I have not seen it yet, talk about the latest G1 standings. The last match I saw was that Ishii match from, I believe, Wednesday night. A fantastic match. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Believe it or not, there is one match announced for Monday Night Raw tonight. But before I tell you what it is, I was distracted on WWE.com by a recap of last week's Raw. This is what it says right here. WWE Champion Drew McIntyre, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Big Show, and Christian... Kicked off Raw with a celebration after McIntyre's ambulance match win over Randy Orton in a clash of champions. However, the night ended on a much different note 
as Randy Orton sunk to a new low to live up to the name Legend Killer. That's right, everybody. He turned off the lights and beat him up. It's the official recap from the uh, website. I'm about to sneeze, so get ready. Real professional would have held this. That's what happens when you don't have a mute button here at the beach. All right. So this is a way to describe the main event here of the show. Back in the Legends Lounge, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Big Show, and Christian were enjoying their night and celebrating McIntyre's victory over a game of poker. But the fun would come to a screeching halt. Disguised as a janitor, Randy Orton slithered back into the arena and donning a pair of night vision goggles, cut the lights and brutally attacked all four legends with a steel chair. The Viper cunningly put his disguise back on, just as WWE officials arrived, having pulled off a horrific deed. Cunningly? Cunningly. Do you realize yeah. how stupid, how absolutely stupid this storyline is? Why did he dress up like a janitor? Why did he sneak into a building he wasn't kicked out of? Why did he put on welder's goggles and then turn off the lights so he could see even less? Why is it more horrible to beat up the same legends that he beat up with the lights on with the lights off? It doesn't even make any sense. So anyway, that brings us to tonight's, tonight's match, as announced on WWE.com. It is Drew McIntyre teaming with the Street Profits to face Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler, and Bobby Roode. What? That is your one match announced for tonight's Monday Night. Well, looky there. I guess we've got uh, our new tag team contenders. Um, I guess that's where we're going with this, with Bobby Roode and uh, Bobby Dolph Roode Ziggler, and Dolph Ziggler. Hey, uh, it is, maybe it's not exciting, but it'll probably be pretty good for the Street Profits, and in the ring, it'll probably be pretty good. It's just, unfortunately, I don't uh, Hopefully, they can add something to the mix where, when is the next large show? Actually, it doesn't even matter. October 25th, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. I just, it's going to be up until Survivor Series. We're probably going to see these two teams feud until, unless we get some other teams in the mix, we're going to be beating this one to death. Are you all right over there? What are you doing? Dude, I'm fine. I'm great. Where'd you put your hands? I got my phone right here. What are you watching uh, me for? I got information coming in all day throughout the day, Mike. Because you're I on gotta the find out. I got to find out what's going on. Oh, yeah? All right. Let's there? go back to some of this feedback. Have you seen any of the G1 from yesterday? Are you asking me or is that a rhetorical question? I'm asking you. I have not seen it yet. No one else is here. Hey, Dom, have you seen any of the G1 from yesterday? Have you seen any of the G1 from yesterday, Brian? I haven't. Apparently Dom hasn't either. This person says it's worth mentioning there are baseball playoffs tonight. The Yankees, always a ratings draw, it will be on prime time, could also affect the raw ratings. Well, well I don't know, with this big six-man, I mean, they got a chance here tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, with, with everything that they've announced for the show so far, they're taking it seriously, you can tell. They, they want your attention. They want you to be on board. They're giving you a reason. They're enticing you to come watch their program by giving you that so far. 
This person says, I almost forgot to ask you yesterday, why are they rushing Sasha versus Bailey for the title on this coming Friday's draft show? Could they not even wait until Hell in a Cell talk about blowing through a feud? Well, what they want is for you to watch the draft show. And so they're loading it up. And as little faith as I have in WWE booking, nor should I have any faith if you actually watch the shows, I don't believe for one second that you are going to get a full Bailey sasha match with a finish on Friday on SmackDown. I don't know if they'll do the match at all. They may just have like a giant pre-match attack. I mean, I figure that they're doing something to set up Hell in a Cell. That's my belief. I do not think that, for example, Bailey will beat her clean or Sasha will win the title or anything of that nature. I think they're going to tease a match, get you to tune in, not deliver, and away we go. Here's where the old stuff worked a lot better. Just don't even have them touch. You shouldn't even have Sasha back yet. <laughs> you know, it just, it, they should have, maybe by now, I, they really should have drawn this out a lot more. I mean, everybody wants to see Sasha Banks kill Bailey. I mean, that angle worked perfectly for what they wanted. Why not draw it out? And I understand why, because it's just not in their nature. That's not what they're going to do, but it would have been, so much more satisfying, I think, to let this thing extend out for as long as you could. Even maybe until Survivor Series, you could have, have pulled it off to do that. And we'll have to see if they, because I don't know if this is going to be it. I, I doubt it's going to be it, even in, in Hell in the Cell. But I just think the way they, they could have played this, you didn't need Sasha out there cutting promos and ripping off the neck brace and chasing her off and all that other sort of stuff. It should have been something you, you built for slower. Well... That's Gotta look at it this though. way too. Right now, if if we do nothing, then what we're doing is we're having the first match of the feud in a Hell in a Cell cage. Okay, not necessarily. No, I mean that you could have done something on Hell in a Cell or around that time and not done it in the cage. You know, you you absolutely could have done that because Bailey still got the women's championship, so you still could have played it as you could have had some sort of stipulation match over the women's title, which then leads you to Survivor Series and build to that and have that be the one big singles match or one of the big singles matches there, depending on, again, what the form of Survivor Series is going to be. We're looking at this in a similar way, but completely different, Mike. My point is, they are absolutely wrestling each other in the Hell in a Cell cage. I mean, does anybody doubt that that's actually what they're going to do? So... Your options are either, if that's what they're going to do, which I think is like 99.99999%, it's Sasha versus Bailey in a Hell in a Cell match. If that's what you're going to do, you have two options. The first match of their feud is in the Cell, or they have a match on Friday. Sasha comes out there and she's out of her mind. She grabs a chair. She destroys Bailey six ways from Sunday, which Bailey has done to her multiple times. Everybody comes out to try to break it up. The violence escalates. Sasha starts killing everyone else with a chair, beating down Bailey with the chair. And Adam Pierce is forced to sign them to a Hell in a Cell match at the pay-per-view. That's what I think they're doing here. And I guess we'll see. This person here says, Was I the only one besides you that loved Io Shirai Candice LeRae? And thought the finish was not nearly as overbooked as people are making it out to be. Actually, yes, my you two are the only ones in the world who like that. That's what match. they're asking. Did you like it? I already said I liked it. Yes. All right. Well, believe it or not, who a lot of people. Who didn't like it? Who hated Dude, the match? 
Vinny didn't came out like and said, man, that damn Candace Io, Io match, boy, that blew. That, Vinny nobody has said say, that this morning. Dude, Vinny did not say it blew, but he, in fact, liked the Velveteen Dream uh, Kushida match more than he liked Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. To each their own. And Fantastic. he specifically. But like, <laughs> well, I'm telling we you that he's not the it, only Brian? one. Brian, a lot give me of affirmation. Let me oh give give me affirmation while I give you affirmation. Our big brains Bro. connect, and we are the only ones who like this match. There All the word is everywhere. Nobody liked this match, Brian. There were a lot of people that did not like the match because of all of the interference at the end. If you would like to debate that, you're welcome to, but it is a no. fact. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, a lot of people didn't like it, but I did. And apparently you those- did as well. And no. this guy here. I think those people they are they are they equally upset over Santos Escobar and Swerve then? They may have been, I don't know. Now we need to find those people then. What did you think? What did the person do me a favor, text that guy back, ask him what he thought. Wow. These are our loyal listeners, Mike, and you're belittling this person. I didn't belittle them at all. I'm belittling what, you. What was that last 2 minutes then? If not belittling this this listener here. Mm. Well, he's heard, and maybe he'll send in an email here about what he thought about Santos Escobar. Oh, good. Maybe. I hope he – will he preface it, too, with, you know, Brian, are we the only ones who thought this about Santos Escobar? Man, just wait till you're doing a solo show and you ask for calls, and this guy's thinking of calling, but now he's not going to call, afraid to be belittled by you. Hopefully the sloppy shop that I do my solo show with will have some video up. You don't see me belittling the callers. Anything on that bed over there? This person here, Sasha and Bailey. Am I the only one who doesn't care about the match? Oh, don't start with this one. Michael, get at ya. They broke up three or four times two years ago, and they will be back together within six months. And they shouldn't have broken up anyways. The two of them were great this year. Well, I will agree the two of them were great, and I can't believe that after two straight years of not breaking them up, they finally had them in the best possible version of their act, and then they broke them up. But what do you WWE. expect? <laughs> I wonder what the Twitch folks are saying about your rant right there. Let's see what they thought about that. They were talking about Mikey Ito right now, so you see where some of their minds are at. <laughs> Dude, I know what they've been talking about the whole show because of your faux pas. <laughs> Damn it, Kanye. Person here says, no disrespect to Bo Dallas, but I popped huge for Ember Moon's return at TakeOver. I was pleasantly surprised. How she managed to recover from her possible career-ending ankle injury. Dude, it wasn't, I guess, the Achilles is part of the ankle, but that was an Achilles tendon injury. Ooh. And that legitimately could have been the end of her career. But apparently she's back, so that's good to know. Nobody should ever run after that worthless... Oh, yeah, she was running after the 24-7 title. That's what she was doing on the main roster, everybody. Yeah, yes. She's much better here. Much better. What is it with eye makeup, though, on the... Uh... On the am I missing this in general entertainment? And I actually am I'm half serious about this. With uh, started with Oscar, and then like she just kind of developed the green kind of everywhere here. But what is it with the the eye accents that Zelina Vega is using? Ember Moon is this a thing that I've been missing in fashion? Well, first off, Ember Moon's eyes they used to be red because she was Ember. No, 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 no. Forget about the, the eye. I'm talking about the makeup all around the eye that seemingly now there's designs all over the face now. Of Has this been a thing for a while now? Well, the Oscar thing is because Oscar was blowing green mist, and she would have green mist all over her face, and it was preposterous that she was not DQ'd for this. And so they actually did something intelligent, which was now she paints her face green, so when she blows mist, her face is still green. 
But I don't know about the the makeup, Mike. My my children are one in four. They're not doing a lot of makeup right now. And by the time they get that age, it'll be all different. This person here says, Patriots versus Chiefs move to tonight. Two games against Raw with two popular teams. Yep, we talked about that. Not good. Not good for Raw. But hey, they got a big six-man tonight. And I'm sure they'll announce the return of some legends about an hour before the show, hoping that that will, in fact, save this Raw from doing all-time record lows. But will Randy Orton kick them? Well, that's Randy Orton's gimmick is kicking legends and also putting on welder's goggles and turning the lights out and being even more diabolical about it. Maybe he's got some, like, he, they ordered some Amazon Prime this week. They ordered him some goggles. Maybe he's actually got some legit, like, I, I can't believe he doesn't have some, like, hunting ones anyway or somebody in a truck in Florida down there. Someone didn't actually have a pair of night vision goggles. That stuns me more than anything. Well, my guess, quite frankly, is that they came up with a night vision goggle idea about an hour before the show went on the air, and nobody could find night vision Have goggles. Have you been to Florida? Somebody's got a shotgun and some glasses in a truck somewhere. Close, I'm telling you. Do they do social distancing in WWE, Mike? Back in a moment, Observer Live. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499 Again, that's 800-516-2499 Paid for by Final Expense Direct Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network Brought to you by Low Cost Airlines Call us anytime, day or night And save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines And 500,000 hotels worldwide And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus We'll give you an extra free night With your qualified air and hotel reservation Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. 
They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Apparently Nia Jax is claiming she will be at Raw tonight. So add that. We got a big six-man and Nia Jax's return tonight. Going head-to-head with baseball and two NFL games. You're going to be watching, you... Brian? What are you going to be watching tonight? I'm going to watch Raw, of course. Okay, what question is that? Doing? You got it? Well, because I wasn't sure. Dude, you I'm got, killing it. You got two games tonight. You got some people in the mix tonight for tonight's game, I'm sure. Well, right? you'll find out about this tomorrow in the Brian Avidi Show, everybody. But mm. I've, I've got my replica belt being designed right now. I will proudly display when I win fantasy football, the F4W League this year. But I would like to mention before we go that during the course of this one-hour show, we raised almost an additional $1,000 for Jim Valley. We oh, are now yeah. at approximately $31,000 in the last 24 hours. 640 people. No, 648. 648 people have donated. So Beautiful. a huge thank you. As noted at the beginning of the show, Jim is feeling a little bit better today, which, as I noted, is probably worse than anyone listening to this has ever felt maybe in their lives. He will remain in the ICU for quite some time, even with this improvement. So every little bit helps. It's been, I think, six weeks he has been in the ICU. So all the best to Jim Valley. Huge thank you to all of you listening out there. We very much appreciate it. And we are out of time. So I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody at Sports Byline, twitch.tv slash F4W video, the mightier, the mightier 1090 AM across SoCal. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.